0: The Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds in every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to win $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Welcome everyone to the Hard Eagles podcast. I'm your host, Sean stacking the money green with my fellow diehards, Rob, Justin, Philadelphia Eagles are now seven and oh undefeated. Just took down the Steelers 35 to 13. Jalen hurts threw for four touchdowns. First time in his career, AJ Brown caught three touchdowns. I, I still can't believe he, we got AJ Brown. Like this, this offense is dominating. The defense is creating turnovers. There's almost nothing to complain about. Justin, are we living in a dream world? Is this some alternate simulation where everything goes right for the Phillies?
1: I mean, it seems like it is. I mean, right the now. Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> you get the so our listeners the mind, we're watching John. the Phillies in the background here.
0: <laughs> yes, we're powering through uh, much like the city of Philadelphia will be doing Thursday night you know, dual screen and it got a little Phillies on the brain. They're now up seven to nothing. Are you kidding me? Let's go. <laughs> I mean, nice. they're up seven. Oh, the Eagles are seven. and oh. Justin, it's a great time to be a Philadelphia sports fan.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you there. Um It is pretty unbelievable. <laughs> we're seven and oh, and the only team undefeated at the moment. Um It's exciting for sure. Uh, I think just looking at this past game, You got to take it for what it was. It was against the Steelers, uh, but there were some things I think we could take away from it that that you like to see. Looks like, uh, you know, we're changing. Uh, the game plan up for each team. We did what we were hoping they'd do, you know, pass a little bit deeper, uh, deep to AJ, get him more involved, which they did, especially against a team like the Steelers. And then the defense seems to be changing things up too. I think Baldy posted a video um, showing, you know, the first sack that took place in the game. Uh, it was a stunt. Uh, Reddit came around, got the sack. And, you know, we were able to cause some more turnovers. We got two more this past game as well. So it was a nice game all around. Yeah,
0: I think in the group text, uh, Justin, you pointed out that we lead uh, the league in turnover differential by quite a wide margin. And it's it's not just one end. It's it's Jalen Hurts not turning the ball over another game with no turnovers. And then the defense creating of it's it's pretty crazy, Rob. I mean, I, I think even you were saying to extend um, uh, our buddy Jonathan Gannon, right?
2: let's not get crazy here uh it was the Pittsburgh Steelers and uh Kenny Pickett there so uh but no look it it was a great game and to me this game was all about Jalen Hurts I mean 19 for 28 285 yards four TDs as you just said um you know he just played phenomenal he's cool in the pocket he's not turning the ball over um the three touchdowns to AJ was was awesome and you know the one, especially, I think it was the second one, was just, I mean, he couldn't have thrown a more, more perfect pass that just dropped right in there. The first one was a little more of a jump ball that A.J. made a great play on, but that second throw was just, I mean, picture perfect. And and Hurts is just, I got to give him credit. He's clicking on all cylinders. And, you know, the one thing that, that I've been harping on, and I, I was happy to see this week, and again, it's against the Steelers, but y- you can only beat who you play, was, The team scored in all four quarters. Um, They still kept their second quarter run, scored fourteen points, uh, which is the most. But they scored a touchdown in every quarter. So I was happy to see them come out of the bye. And whether they made adjustments or whether the team was just clicking, they broke that kind of pattern of of not scoring in the second half. So you know that got me amped up. um, And you know there's not much to
0: complain about. The team looked great. Yeah. No. And, and everyone says like, Oh, I, I wish they played a good team. It's like, who's good in the NFL this year. It's like us, KC, and, and Buffalo. Like, I don't even know who our biggest competition right now in the NFC would be maybe. Um, yeah. I don't even know. Like, is it the giants? That seems, I mean, I, I, what do you I think, think to me? The two teams that scare me
2: the most in the NFC we're talking are uh, the 49ers, I mean, I do think they got a little shot of adrenaline with Christian McCaffrey. They look good this week. Now, we'll see how that works out long term. But I do think Shanahan's a, a good schemer, good play caller who can probably take advantage of him. And I got to be honest, Dallas still has the ability to, to score a lot of points. I mean, what they score, 40, 48 points or something like that. So you just never know there. Um You know, I I still think I think those two teams are the ones that still scare me the most that that aren't going to roll over in the NFC East. Yeah, it is
1: interesting too, Sean. Um, I mean, the Vikings are now six and one. And I mean, when we played them, we thought they were just going to be, you know, crappy and and where they're only lost right now. Now, I don't think they're a great team, but they do. They do play a a good a good ball game game i mean cousins isn't horrible by any means jefferson's great and we were able to lock him down i mean i think we could still take a little bit away from that game
2: yeah no totally cousins in prime time
1: yeah Yeah. we got
0: we have to request any playoff games we play against the vikings to be (laughs) in prime time yeah no the the 49ers to me i would say our one chink in the armor right now is our rush defense i I think at times they get a little sloppy with tackling we've seen it on the road a little bit you know a little lazy at times maybe or i don't know what maybe it's a scheme thing um and and now jonathan gannon or sorry um (coughs) jonathan davis um jordan davis jordan davis jordan davis is uh high ankle sprain he's out four to six weeks which you know you're op, you're you feel good that you'll get him back in the playoffs but will he be 100% uh he's certainly going to hurt the, the rush defense we haven't even gotten to the uh the Robert Quinn trade i even forgot to put it on the uh rundown that's what a crazy like trade deadline it is you know we were talking um you know who would we trade for i was my thoughts were like hey if you can get another pass rusher go for it um, the Robert Quinn trade was, was great for us. I mean, we're not picking up any of his salary and, and we can kind of cut him and move on, um, right away. So the Robert Quinn trade to me is great. Cause it shows they're all in, I, I guess I would have been fine if they added a running back, but I, I'm kind of glad they didn't Rob. What do you make of uh, how he's traded so far this season? Yeah. I mean, I like the Quinn move. I
2: mean, right. Our defense is, you know, the bend don't break kind of defense that Gannon runs, um, as critical have I've been about it is, you know, it needs pressure on the quarterback. So, you know, they have this rotation going and hopefully once Quinn gets acclimated, he didn't do a lot this week, but you know, uh, I think he, he can still make a few plays. So, I mean, he had what, like 18 some sacks last year or something like that. So I, I like it. I, I thought it was a good trade, especially for what we gave up. And it shows the team's kind of all in on a, uh, a playoff run. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't have been shocked if we got went for a running back too, but you know, I like miles. I I like him as the running back. I think the only reason there you consider a trade, which obviously didn't happen today was the deadline uh, is just to, you know, kind of hedge your bet in case there's an injury down the stretch. I mean, I will say if, if miles would, you know, knock on wood, he doesn't, but if he would suffer some kind of injury, Um, I don't like our our rotation without him, Um, you know, just Boston Scott and Gainwell on their own. So uh, I'm sure Howie was on the phones, but nothing got done. And as long as, uh, you know, as long as uh, Miles remains healthy, I I still feel good about that position, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, Kareem Hunt uh, would have been interesting. I think, obviously, he's an upgrade from Boston Scott. They were looking for a fourth rounder. You know, maybe, but then I think his salary is kind of decent, so uh, I'm fine not pulling the trigger on it. And yeah, just knock on wood, they stay healthy. Cream Hunt's nice because he has some size and pass catching ability. Certainly a bigger guy than Boston Scott, and and certainly more natural talent. I don't know, Justin any any thoughts on the Quinn trade or trades we didn't make in the uh, in the deadline here.
1: Uh- I'm with you guys. I like the quint trade. Uh, it's nice to have depth, especially at that position. Um, and, you know, the Kareem potential, I mean, you saw it out there, possibly us getting him. I, I think I even said to you guys in the text, you know, if we were going to give up more than a fifth for him, I wasn't in on it. And uh it looked like they wanted a fourth or better. Um, and I'm happy that Howie didn't go for it. Uh, it makes sense to me not to, not to pick him up at this point. Um, I don't think he was a necessity, but I do like the queen trade overall. Um, The fact that they're picking up the tab. I think there's something interesting. I think we're cutting him, though, at the end of the season from what I saw. Something weird. Um, But it is what it is, and I think he's going to help us out and uh, hopefully – Uh, throughout the rest of this season. I know he only played, what, like 20 snaps this past game, but obviously that's going to be going up, especially with uh, Davis out as well. You're going to have to mix some guys in. Um, But, yeah, overall, it's good. I like it. Yeah. 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 And, and we saw Hargrave had a nice little
0: game. He had been kind of quiet, a uh, nice game for him against the Steelers. Obviously AJ Brown, massive game, uh, some fun stats coming out of the Steelers win AJ Brown receiving yards for the season, 659, every Titans wide receiver combined 658. It's, it's crazy what a uh, difference he makes, and let's just get right to it. I, you know, as far as like quarterback receiver combination, or just even just focusing on AJ Brown, I think AJ Brown right now is neck and neck with To as far as um, his run with the Eagles. I mean, we're only seven games in, but I think AJ Brown has what it takes to eclipse uh, To as the best. Receiver in Eagles history, Rob. Are you? Is that too crazy this early? I mean, I, I just no. I, I, AJ Brown's unguardable. I mean, he just seems unstoppable
2: out there. And you know, there was a couple. Of, there were some interesting discussions that I heard, and and it's really a great point that I mean, you could almost argue that uh, there was a discussion on one of the sports radios that you could argue that the second most important position on your football team and is is an elite wide receiver. I mean, we've now seen multiple teams. I mean, look at what Diggs did for Josh Allen when they traded for him. Now look at what A.J. Brown is doing for this offense and for Jalen Hurts. Look at what Tyreek Hill did for Patrick Mahomes when he was a younger uh, quarterback. I mean, having that elite wide receiver out there, it just does wonders for your offense, and and AJ Brown is is living up to all of the hype. It's unbelievable to me. The Titans let him go and didn't trade him, or and traded him to begin with. But I mean, what can you say? It's it's you know he's just been phenomenal. Those catches were great, and and then we have Devontae Smith as a number two, who I still think is phenomenal too, and can be a number one in his own right.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, it's. I'm with you guys there. Um, I mean, if if you think about it, I mean, T.O. left quite a mark considering he only played two seasons for us. (laughs) It's pretty amazing. Um, And in those two seasons, I think he only had about like 120 catches or so. Um, I mean – well, AJ already has 39 for us. It's not even halfway through the season. I mean, he's going to eclipse uh, TO's 77 uh, receptions for us in 2004. It seems like uh, in a matter of just, you know, a few games here coming up with how much we, we've been using him. So I, I think you're right. He could definitely surpass a, uh, surpass TO as, you know, uh, wide receiver wise for us now, as far as like the hall of fame careers to you, I'm not sure overall, uh, but definitely, you know, as an elite Eagle uh, wide receiver, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, funny uh,
2: stat, I, I don't know if you guys saw, but AJ Brown uh, tweeted the next day after the game that he was drug tested. Um, <laughs> that was great. And I think he had some kind of comment about really, this is random kind of thing. i <laughs> um, paraphrasing, but uh, I thought
0: that was funny. I mean, this is insane. He has, uh, you know, the game against the Steelers. He had six catches. Three of them were for touchdowns. This is his second game with over 150 receiving yards in a game. Like, that's crazy. Uh, Terrell Owens had 20 uh, receiving touchdowns in his time with the Eagles. Uh, A.J. Brown already is five through seven games. So, if he can stick around for a couple years, I mean, geez, the sky's the ceiling for this guy because – not only is he great, but Jalen Hurts trusts him so much. Like a couple of those, the, the second and third touchdown, I thought were really good um, throws by Jalen Hurts. But that first ball, it was kind of like they kind of had him double covered and he just kind of chucked it up and AJ tracked the ball really well and made a great play on the ball. Like it, it, It's crazy um, the connection they already have. And we're only seven games in. It's, it's really
1: impressive. Yeah, and I I think the other stat that – because I was digging through wide receiver stats uh, just yesterday, and it's pretty crazy. He's now averaging almost 17 yards per catch, which is second only to Waddle at this point. Um, It's pretty awesome uh, to see that. I mean, not only do you want a guy catching a bunch of balls, but the fact that, you know, it's almost 17 yards per catch at this point. uh, He's just such a talent, and it's great that we were able to make that trade. Taking a quick break to talk about win bet. That's right, bet big, win bigger, baby.
0: Oh, man, so many ways to win. And of course, the win bet win hour every Thursday from five to six East, reduced odds on marquee games. Of course, you got the Eagles, Texans, plenty of opportunities to get down. I know we will be giving out a win, build your own bet on the sports gambling podcast as well. So tune into that. There's promos, odds, and payouts. So much action over on WinBet. And, of course, bet $100, win $100. It's just that easy. Head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash winbet to claim your free bet today. sportsgamingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim the free bet. Offer subjects to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. If you're 21 or older, present in the state where Playthrough through and available. If you're someone who knows a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 and make sure to uh, sign up on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash sports gaming podcast, hit subscribe, comment on a video. Each video is a new entry to win an autograph, Lawrence Taylor or autograph Brian Dawkins, Jersey. Again, contest is completely free and make sure to turn on your notifications. So you don't miss the announcement of the big winner. And we're back on the Die Hard Eagles podcast. I guess. Yeah. Moving over to uh the season stuff, who, who really deserves the most credit for this run? I mean, we talked about AJ Brown and you could make a case it was AJ Brown because he is certainly the biggest difference as far as like um player they acquired. You could make a case that it's Jalen hurts because of the jump he's made. You could make a case that it's Nick Sirianni who Nick Sirianni now has a higher winning percentage than Bill Belichick. Obviously, Belichick did it for much longer. So there's something there, but Hertz franchise record, 10 straight regular wins, (laughs) uh, regular season wins in a row. Like, I mean, it it really is. uh, It's kind of tough to say who deserves it the most. I'm going to go. I'm going to say Nick Sirianni just because of the way he's the way he's managed the team. I think, has been really pitch perfect. Like he seems to everyone gave him grief about the light practice schedule. Um, And meanwhile, obviously they've started great out of the gate. He seems to really know how to connect to the players. I mean, you just look at their win loss since that flower speech that he caught so much grief for, I'm going to say Nick Sirianni, but you can really make a case I think for a couple people, but uh, Rob, what about you? Who's who's, who deserves most credit for this run? First of all, Sean, I'm, I'm glad that even you recognize Nick
2: does not yet have as distinguished a career as Belichick. Um, <laughs> not yet. <so laughs> a, a, at least there's still some, uh, you know, non-homerism in there. But anyway, Sean, I, I think you have to recognize it's the whole team. It's it's Kel- <laughs> Kelsey speech. I mean, I, I really don't think you can single one person out. I mean, sure, Jalen Hurts. If you're going to put one guy, he's taken the leap that we needed, and, and whether AJ Brown opened that up, but you you could literally go through everyone. I mean, the offensive line has played great. Um, you know, the linebacker play has been way better than we've ever seen here. CJ, you know, CJ in the secondary has made a huge impact. Who was the last yeah. trade by Howie? Um, I, I mean, Miles Sanders has had a good year so far this year. We haven't been turning it over. I mean. You could just go on and on, and I don't really think it's fair to even single one person out, and and maybe that does go back to Nick Sirianni that he just has this team dialed in, um, you know, he, his coaching mentality, giving up play calling. Um, you know, I saw an interesting uh, tweet today saying, you know, the Colts fired their offensive coordinator today, and obviously they're a team that's struggling right now, um, and I know Reich calls the plays, but you know someone tweeted that you know maybe Nick Sirianni was more important to that team than than he gets credit for and you know cuz the the offense kind of hasn't been the same since he left so you know i think we're lucky to have him and and so far you know as as much kind of you know grief and teasing he got after a couple of those early press conferences it's
0: hard to argue with the results right yeah it's it's a crazy uh turnaround for people calling him a high school coach. I mean, there were people that were friends with that were calling for him to be fired after they went two and five. It's, it's really, uh, what a turnaround, uh, even for the haters, they have to admit that Hertz is balling out MVP candidate, legit one and Sirianni, uh, coach of the year candidate, which I, you know, when we talk these futures, I didn't, I didn't think he could be, coach of the year candidate. Cause usually you have to win um, like, you know, four more games than you did the previous year. Right. And the Eagles got nine wins. They got into the playoffs. So it's like, uh, are they really going to go 13 and four? I mean, I was optimistic and I had them at 12 and five, but even 12 and five right now would be like, they have to go five and five. Like, they really have to fall off to get to 12 and five. Justin, I, without upsetting Rob uh, who deserves the most credit for this run.
1: No, uh, I I like what Rob had to say. I mean, Sirianni did kind of point that out in his presser that he had had, uh, he was talking about just the dirty work and how happy he was for, you know, a guy like Pascal who was able to get a touchdown yeah. this past game as well. You know, he does have all those guys fired up um, and it is a team effort, no doubt. I, I do agree with that. But, I mean, I, th- I think it kind of harkens back to Howie. I mean, he's the guy who's put the team together. He's taken so many chances. I mean, first of all, with Hurts. I mean, how much shit did he get for bringing in Hurts? I mean, it was just non-stop. It, um, and then also, (laughs) Also, bring in Sirianni. He took the brunt of that as well after the first presser, just as much as Sirianni did. Um, And I I think, and he's been able to constantly make all of these moves, whether it be with the salary cap or just getting the right guys at the right time. Um, I, I would have to say, Howie, most overall, if I had to pick somebody, I do agree. I mean, Sirianni doing an amazing job. Um, he is the right guy for this job. 7-0, and I mean, that's Sirianni there. That is the complete team. I mean, you can only put a team together. Uh, but, I mean, Howie can only put a team together. But Sirianni is the guy driving it right now, along with Hurts. So, I don't disagree with what you guys have to say or your takes. But um, if I had to go with a guy, I guess I'd say Howie overall. Howie season, love me some Howie.
0: Uh, just, I, I've, I've never not liked Howie, I was always a Howie guy. No, I, <laughs> I, I I definitely wanted to, I've called for his head numerous times.
1: I mean, the Hertz trade, Sean. I, I, I we should bring up tape of what you were saying that oh, day. That, I do remember I mean, how that was sorry. a little
2: bit mind boggling at the time. I mean, it he, was, he was, I agree. He was playing chess
0: though, he was a step ahead. And, and you know, wait, the Hertz draft pick is that what you said?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Drafting.
0: Oh yeah. I was, I was completely (laughs) out on it. I said it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's going to lead to the downfall of Carson Wentz, which it kind of did. But Hey, we're better. Maybe he knew. I wonder if he's, if I was Howie, I would come out and say like, look, we knew, we knew Carson (laughs) didn't have it. Meanwhile, they, I I still stand by my statement that using the second round pick on a quarterback you intend to use as your backup quarterback is a dumb idea. Now, turns out Hertz is a dog. He's a rare breed. And, you know, I missed that. He was a breed of one, rare breed, untamed, et cetera, yeah. et
1: cetera. The other thing, too, Sean, is like we look to be good next season, too. I mean, we got two first rounders. I'm still not sure about the salary cap, but I mean, it's Howie. He's a wizard with it. So nothing too much to be worried about there as well. It's not like we, you know, uh, we're, we're doomed after this season and we need to win it immediately.
0: No, we're far from doomed. Uh, We're, we're in the catbird seat right now. Uh, Jalen, Justin, you pointed this out is on pace for 4,371 passing yards. Does he break 4,500? I think coming into the season, his over under was like 3,900, maybe even been lower than that. Uh, Certainly people weren't high on his passing yards. I, uh, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say he clocks in a little bit lower 4,200. Cause I do think again, like right now sitting at seven and O having a game, uh, you know, the head to head over the Vikings, like, there's a real world where we're like, don't really need that last game, maybe even two games. It's going to create some interesting scenarios. So I don't know if he's going to get to 4,500. I, I, I do think maybe like 4,300 would be what I would guess at just slightly below his pace. But what do you, what do you got on that? Justin?
1: You know, I, I want to say he's going to hit the over there. I mean, the the game he played against the Steelers, you know, even one of those passes, I think it was the third one he threw to AJ. I mean, he looked the guy off and then he threw it. It was pretty something I really hadn't noticed much of from Hertz is, is, is he seems to be ahead of it now. Um, with that said, I mean, This league, they're doing kind of what Gannon's doing now on defense, which is that shell defense. And the more Jalen starts passing deep, especially to AJ, I think they're going to be trying to cut those things off. And we're definitely going to be facing better defenses than what the Steelers had this past week. And I don't even think Jalen threw for 300 yards. Granted, we had the lead, so we didn't have to throw too much. Um, So I'm going to say under. I think we will continue to play with the lead, hopefully, knock on wood. And we're not going to need games where he's going to have to throw. For over 300, 350 in order to try and come back and win.
0: Rob, how say you on uh Hertz passing yards?
2: Yeah, I say under two. I just think I don't I'm with Justin. I don't think we get in that many shootouts. Um, I think, you know, we've we have these second halves where we don't have to throw the ball a lot. We go back to the run. We're you know, we're still uh, you know, we still have a good run game that we can fall back on. So I, I think it'll be under, but I certainly think that if the team just dialed it up the whole time, he could go over that. And, you know, I think teams are going to focus on A.J. Brown, but I just I don't think I, I think he's on un- borderline unguardable. And, and I don't say that like there's nothing you can do, but he, he just gets open and, um, you know, you can double him. You can do whatever you want, but he's still going to get touches.
0: Yeah. Uh, moving over to the Thursday night game, Eagles at Texans right now. The Philadelphia Eagles are a fourteen-point non-conference road favorite. That is uh, that is crazy. That is something insane uh, that you don't see that often. Uh, let's talk about the keys of the game uh, for the defense first up. I, I think for me, it's stopping the run. Like Damian Pierce for the Houston Texans is really their bright spot on offense. Even Brandon Cooks, who normally uh, puts up some pretty good numbers. He hasn't been doing much. Not really worried about Davis Mills in their passing game, but I do think they have to load the box and shut down Damian Pierce because I do think that there is one weakness to this Eagles team, it's the tackling on the run defense. And if you want to give the Texans any sort of hope or chance, you let them run the ball. Uh, maybe that, that I think that's their path to an upset here. So shutting down the run game is huge for me. Justin? Yeah,
1: I'm with you, Sean. I mean, we're 28th in the league uh, in yards per carry. We're giving up uh, 5.2 yards a carry. It's amazing teams aren't. Trying to run more on us, I think it's because we have the lead, so they were they're for, forced to pass. Um, it could be a bit of situational, but you're right. I mean, Damian Pierce is a guy who you do need to look out for, and uh, I do like Mills as a quarterback overall. Um, I think he's a little bit above average, though he's still young. Uh, I agree. I don't think we have to to worry too much about him. So uh, I think, yeah, focus on the run, shut that down, and then let make Mil- let Mills have to or force Mills then to have to pass and make mistakes rob how's it you yeah i mean this is
2: another one of you don't overlook into these keys i mean we're a way better team than the texans i mean we should be able to go down there and yeah. handily uh you know handily defeat them on defense on offense i i guess if anything i'm with you the run is the key especially you know i don't think anyone mentioned with jordan davis out but he was a you know, big guy in the middle to stop the run. And we're going to have to figure out how to plug that hole. So whether you keep a linebacker up or, you know, whatever you do, I I, I think I agree with that. I trust our secondary, um, you know, against their quarterback. So uh, if they stop the run, I think we can keep them, you know, scoring. Uh, you know, I don't have them scoring much more than, than 10 points.
0: Yeah, no, their offense is pretty anemic. As far as our offense, for me, I, I mean, I think we're going to have favorable matchups in the passing game, and I wouldn't be surprised if they continue the deep shots. But I think this could be a massive Miles Sanders game. Uh, the Texans are really, really bad stopping the run, and they actually have, um, you know, they have Derek Stingley Jr., that that uh, young cornerback who's pretty solid. You look at what uh, Derek Henry did against the Texans: thirty-two carries, two hundred nineteen yards, two touchdowns. Now, I don't expect Miles Sanders to put up a stat line like that because Derrick Henry is kind of on another level, but I think this is a, a game where Sanders is going to see 15, 16, 17 touches. I have him getting at least a hundred yards. So, and I wouldn't be surprised if hurt scrambles a little bit, but I, I think um, getting it going with the running game, because it's such a weakness for the Texans, I think is going to be key to the victory, Rob. I want to see us air it out again. Honestly, it's fun. Um, and I, just,
2: I want to keep <laughs> I that going um i think we can against the texans you know if i'm being honest with myself what should we do it's have a balanced attack but you know i'd like to see them get devonta involved a little more this game kind of give him his turn um so to speak i want to keep them both happy so let's target him maybe the texans will kind of overcorrect on aj brown uh, given the game he had last week and we can have devonte have a huge game like he did earlier in the season
0: Ooh, maybe you're tipping your hand for the player of the game. Justin, what do you got?
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I think we just don't overthink it. Kind of what Rob said on the defensive side of the ball. I think on the offensive side, too. I mean, uh, you know, whatever's there, take for the most part. I mean, we seem to be playing well with what we got. I think we, we beat them, and... Just about every facet when we look at the offense of our offense compared to their defense. So yeah, a, a balanced attack, take care of the ball. um i I guess my biggest concern would be Hertz needs to stay within him himself. He had a great game, great passing game last week. um and you know, just stick with that. you know, don't try to do more than you need to because you don't need to against the Texans.
0: Sadly, sadly, you don't need to against the Texans. All right, we are going to get to our final score predictions. Player of the game. Who? Uh, I'm tempted to steal Rob's player of the game with Devonta Smith, but I'm going to say Miles Sanders. And I'm predicting the Eagles win 42 to 24. Bit of a high scoring uh, Thursday night game. Usually these are not that high scoring. And uh, I think it's also kind of fun if you guys want to throw out who you think could be the first touchdown score of the game. I always like taking a little bit of a long shot here, rolling the dice. I'm going to say at 20 to one, give me Quez Watkins gets open. Deep pulls one in Rob. What do you got? I got uh, 34 to 10. Uh, not going to be go. close. Um, I'm going to
2: stick with Devonta. I do think, you know, Jalen wants to keep them both happy. I think they're going to make an effort to uh, get him some touches. Uh, but first touchdown score, I'm going to go Goddard. Uh, I nice. Think he, he, he gets Damn. one uh, to start the game. Goddard
0: is 8-1 to one over on win bet. Justin, what do you got? All right.
1: Uh, I'm going to say... 30 to 13, not much different than this past week. Um, I think it might be a similar type of game there. Um, As far as player of the game, Uh, I'm going to say TJ Edwards, you know, we're talking about stopping the run. I think he's going to have to step up a little bit, um, get up on that line. And then I I think he could even, you know, break up some pass plays. If guys come out and he's got to cover, um, gets out there every now and then. So, um, yeah, I'll take TJ Edwards. And then as far as first touchdown scored, damn, I wanted to go with Goddard. Um, but I'm going to say, what the hell? Let's say Pascal has another one. Let's go with him. Ooh, all right. Pascal, 20
0: to 1 as well. Hey, thank Watkins you, everyone. Is higher? So, Sean, oh, before, 20 you, is uh,
2: before you They're cut, both 20 to Um, 1. um we, we, we have an interesting dilemma on Thursday with the game now with the mm-hmm. Phillies, uh, you know, the, the rain delay, and now both the Phillies and the Eagles uh, will be playing at the same time. What is your plan and which
0: mm-hmm. game? we'll have the audio. Uh, It's always football first in this household, Rob. So, you know, at the God's eye studio, we have eight TVs. So kind of a light night with only, uh, with only two uh, TVs. Although if if the game gets out of hand or the world series gets close, maybe I'll put the, maybe I'll swap the audio, but uh, main TV, AKA the pupil is going to be on, uh, on the Eagles. And then TV number five, which is like the second most highly, we did a power rankings of the TVs. Um, five would be number two there. And then, um, yeah, so that's how I'm breaking it down. But Rob and Justin, are you guys going to be able to second screen it? What are you guys doing? Oh yeah. I, I, I'm either, well, I'm either going to go out and watch the game or I'm gonna, uh,
2: either do split screen or bring another TV in from the bedroom to have them both. And I, I agree with you. I think I'll go audio on the Eagles um, unless the game gets out of hand and then uh, you know, maybe switch over later, but you know, baseball, I think you can watch without the audio and, and, you know, pick up on it.
1: Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll definitely put the game in the audio on the TV and then I can stream the baseball game. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Justin's is Justin is a Dodgers fan somehow and not, not <laughs> enjoying he's, he's, you're rooting for the Phillies. Cause you, oh, I put him.
1: money on the Phillies. I'll win hundreds if uh, they win the series. <laughs> so I'm in, I'm completely invested. So. All right, let's go. Hey, give us a follow on
0: Twitter at diehard Eagles 52. And uh, yeah, check us out. Diehard Eagles in the SGPN store, get some uh, diehard Eagles gear. A lot of fun stuff there. Rock your Eagles pride. For the Diary Eagles podcast, I'm Sean. Second, the Money Green. For Rob, for Justin, go Birds! Go Birds! Go birds. Go
2: birds.